Book Coven. I'm your host, Rachel Bond, and this is Practical Magic. In this week's episode, I will be discussing animal spirit guides, how to, commu- how to communicate with them, um, how to know which animal is your spirit guide, and whether or not you get to choose them or they choose you, and much more. So let's jump right on into it. Starting with, what is a spirit guide? So an animal spirit guide um, is an animal who appears when you need love, support, um, inspiration, and or just guidance. And uh, when I looked this up, it says you know like on the other hand where a totem uh, animal is uh, an animal that sticks with you your whole life so like um, it could be an animal that you a pet that you constantly have like let's say you've always had dogs in your life ever since you were a little kid you've never had any other animal more likely than not, that is a totem animal. Doesn't mean it can't be a spirit animal. Um, but if it constantly shows up in your life and you, you know, and it's pretty steadfast, that's a totem. And then, like I said, a spirit animal is an animal that just pops in and out of your life when needed, when you need that extra uh, support, guidance, um, you know, strength, whatnot. So that's the difference between the two. And um, I'm thinking next week to talk to dive into totem um, animals. Uh, just kind of, you know, get them back to back. I'm thinking of doing that. I haven't completely decided yet. Um. So yeah. Um. So we don't necessarily get to choose our spirit guides. My personal opinion on this, and again, this is just my opinion. If you have your own, neither one is wrong, neither one is right. It just is, we have our own opinions. But my opinion is that we sign a contract uh, before we are born. I think that's a very popular agreement. I think a lot of people will agree with that, that are in the spiritual group you know what I mean like um I think a lot of people uh agree with that part um and so because we signed this agreement and of course we don't remember signing the agreement but at that time the spirit animal chooses us so let's say we signed an agreement to be in a viatile abusive home and so then um you know let's say I'm just using this hypothetically I'm not sure of this well actually I could look it up so let's say you get born into a like I said an abusive home then an animal that um represents that has that strength 
and re- resilience and ability to uh, uh, to survive through all that will s- latch itself onto you. Um, so um, I'm looking here at my list of animals. <clears throat> So, for example, like a wolf uh, represents protection, um, freedom, all things definitely would need protection in a situation like that. Um, So, that's my opinion on why we don't get to choose our spirit animals. It's because they see the agreement that we signed on to and they're like, okay, I've got abilities that can help you through that time um, until you're able to get yourself out on the other end. And that does not mean that your spirit animal, uh, spirit guide, spirit animal will go away. It depends on how you like to say it. Some people just say spirit guide, some say spirit guide animal. So uh, I'll probably be bouncing back, back and forth between the two. Um, but anyways, so that's my opinion on that. Uh, second thing, um, you know, your, uh, spirit guides, your animal spirit guides can communicate with you in many different ways. And one way that they love to do that is through your dreams. Um, you know, let's say, uh, frequently you dream of snakes because I do. I dream of snakes, but I also feel their energies and have visions of them throughout the day. Um, this morning I woke up bright and early and I, when I say bright and early, I mean like four o'clock. So the sun wasn't even out. Um, I meditated for like 20 minutes, did some stretching. Um, and of course, it's the weekend, so I was like, I'm going back to bed <laughs> after that. But for whatever reason, I woke up, and, and during that time, I just felt the presence of a snake. And um, there was, I felt it coming from uh, my my main door, the entrance door of my apartment. And I looked over, and there, I, it wasn't exactly there. It wasn't like I was seeing a figure but I felt the energy, if that makes sense, of this huge snake in the air. And I, I felt like it was like encouraging me. And like, this is good. This is what you should be doing. Not necessarily that I should be getting up every morning at 4 a.m., but this this action that you're doing is good. And I'm here to be your cheerleader and cheer you on and... Because, I mean, for each person, I mean, one of you listening out there may have a dream of a snake and it may traumatize you for weeks on end because snakes are, like, terrifying for you. But for me, when I dream of snakes, it means one or two things. One, they are uh, supporting me in what I'm doing. Like, this morning, you know, I really didn't want to get up and meditate. I really didn't want to, you know, do anything. I just wanted to stay in bed. We're starting to get to that time of the year. Uh, I know we're still in summertime. uh, But these last few mornings when I have woken up, like, just there's nice, cool, crisp air. And I just want to snuggle down into my sheets and 
don't want to leave my bed. But I made myself do that. And I felt the snake was saying, you know, I've got you. You know, if you, I'm proud of you and I'm supporting you in this. I'm encouraging you to continue this. The other thing that they do for me is like, if I, if something is on the horizon that I need to be aware of, or if I am doing an action, if I am doing something, um, this has happened a couple times when I've been dating. Um, of course, I'm so wrapped up in it, I ignore it, but I'm starting to pay better attention. So, like, I'll use two examples. One, I moved in with this woman once, and the whole week prior to her moving in, I had dreams of snakes, like, 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 fangs out, venom dripping from their teeth, um, shaking their rattles. Like, in my dream... I know it's a dream, but yet it feels very real. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But, and so I knew to be cautious of her um, because of that. And where I was living at the time, um, I really didn't get a chance. Like, I didn't get a say in who my roommate was. If I was going to live there, I had to have a roommate. And uh, so... <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was like, it was, you know, it was a home, it was a nor like, apartment, but it was run by the therapy, the place at the time that I was going for therapy, so, like, if you couldn't find somewhere else to live, or if you had, like, um, a difficult situation where you were prior, where you were living prior, you could move in there, um, and that was one of my cases that I had a very difficult roommate. Um, and so they moved me in there and they said, if you're going to live here, you need to have a roommate. So the, the area I was going for therapy, they got to choose my roommate. So anyways, um, yeah. And she wasn't, she, this, this woman that I was going to move in and that I've been dreaming of having as snakes. Um, when she moved in, she wasn't a horrible person at all. No, she wasn't horrible. She just was difficult. And she, it was like her mission. Like, she wanted to be alone. Which I understand. I wanted to have my own place, too. But we weren't, weren't in a situation where we could have our own places yet. So, she wanted to make my living situation very difficult. On top of that, I think she had some form of an entity that had latched onto her because before she would ever even enter a room and it could be a bright sunny day and all the windows be open and the shades are up this dark shadow would enter the room before she did and I was always so just nervous so that's one way that the snakes uh warned me the other way again same way whenever they want to get my attention it's like they pull out everything. Uh, like, like I said, I've even had them where um, they're like curled up. Like like they're wrapping me up. Like they're trying to contain me. And I take that as they're trying to stop me from whatever action I'm doing. Um, so they can get my attention and snap me out of whatever I'm doing. This has happened a couple times when I have been dating in the past 
<clears throat> and um, when I know the relationship isn't good, it's not going to go anywhere. And they're just stringing me along. It's it's not a healthy situation for either one of us that are in it. And of course, like I said, you know, I want the relationship to work. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to ignore that until something actually happens and I'm forced to confront it. And I'm like, if I just listen to my dreams, if I just listen to the snakes, I could have, you know, escaped all of this, <laughs> you know, gotten away faster. But for me, that's what they mean. Um, so anyways, Sorry, that got a little <laughs> long-winded. I digress. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Long story short, just pay attention to your dreams. Now, um, how do you meet your uh, spirit animal? Um, so, some ways that you can do it, that I do it, or, or I should say did it when I first was introduced to mine were through meditation, yoga. At that time, I really wasn't doing yoga that much. Like, I think I maybe just sporadically did it. Um, but, um, let's see, journaling, uh, like I mentioned, your dreams, and even being out with nature and paying attention to relationships that uh, you have with animals you know are you somebody that um when you're out and about animals just come to you like you're not necessarily in an area where animals have to be but like I mean I've had it where like I was at the grocery store and a woman would come in with her um support animal and they'll just be sitting there in the basket and then all of a sudden I walk down the aisle past them and they perk up in the seat and they look at me you know and they look all happy and cheerful um obviously they don't jump out of the the cart those animals are very well trained but I've had that happen where like you don't expect to see an animal and if you do you don't expect them to be like super excited to see you because they've never met you before so if you have an animal that keeps popping up like that Um, And also, just follow your intuition. That's the way I love to do it. There are quizzes that you can take online um, to find your animal spirit guide. But, um, and I'm not going to lie, I've tried them in the past. And they're they're pretty accurate, I would say. But I... uh, But that's my whole life, that I love to just follow my intuition. Whatever my intuition is telling me, I go with it. And I know that has a lot to do, if not all, with my childhood. You know, being forced to think that I had no opinion, that if I did have an opinion, it certainly did not matter. Um, My whole purpose in life was to make men happy and have babies which we all know is a bunch of BS, (laughs) is no one's responsibility to make anyone happy in spite of your gender. It it, it does not matter. You make you happy and anyone else that finds you worthwhile is lucky to latch on and enjoy the ride. You know what I mean? Like, make you happy and then everyone else around you will be happy. That's what I mean. Um, So... 
that's a big reason why my whole practice and my just my life in general is all about just following my intuition. Now, of course, I'm human. I make errors. I'm certainly not perfect. But that is my goal to just let my intuition guide me. Um, let's see. <clears throat> so, uh, besides, um, uh, you know, meditation, yoga, and all that, and how to connect to your your spirit guides, ways to, if you're like, okay, so I've got my spirit guides, I know who they are, wonderful. Now, do, how do I know if they're talking to me? You know. I mean, this might sound just a little blunt, but just ask. Ask them. Say, hey, okay, I know you are my spirit animal. I know you're here to guide me. Whatever the thing is you have agreed with them that they're there to support you in. Show me this sign when you're trying to communicate with me. I found this helpful in the very beginning when I started connecting to my spirit guides. Um, I would just ask them, you know, um, back to that apartment I was telling you about that I was living with that woman that just, I think she has something attached to her, some sort of entity uh, because of the dark shadow. Cats constantly would surround my apartment constantly like I it would not be strange for me to wake up one day and there'd be 10 cats sitting outside of my bedroom window now sure I'll give it to you granted that could have been a lot of because the people that lived in that building would like they started feeding one cat and then a bunch of other cats showed up but in the moment um I took it as the cat was there, like, watching over me, being protective, you know, making sure, um, you know, just letting them know that I was, that they were keeping an eye on me. And as we all know, cats are very, uh, magical creatures. That's why they're associated with witches. Um, I, I just wish I wasn't allergic to cats, that's all. Um, or I'd probably have one. But, uh, <clears throat> Anyways, um, does it mean? Let's see here. So, uh, what does it mean when they, when you have, when you do start realizing that your spirit guide is communicating with you? You're like, okay, now I know you're talking to me. What does that mean? And again, that's where your intuition comes in and you have to, uh, uh, figure that out, you know, follow your intuition. Like, uh, it took me a while to figure out what exactly the snake represented, what they're trying to say to me. Cause it's not like they have a vocabulary. Um, I've never had a dream with a snake where they're actually just, you know, having a full-blown verbal conversation with me. I mean, you might have that situation, and darn, you're lucky (laughs) if you do. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of that. But I personally think that 
they don't communicate that way because that way you are forced to build your intuition, which I think a lot of people, if you went out and ran a poll, you would find that a lot of people either just don't know, like people know what their intuition is like when they're like, you know, I have a bad feeling about this situation, but some people just are not tapped into that at all, you know, Uh, that's why uh, some people are very prone to getting, like, scammed uh, from money and and, and their belongings, um, because they just, they're so naive, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I just mean they're not tapped into that part of themselves. So I feel like your spirit animal is there to force you or encourage you, if you will, to build that part of you. And then once you have a steady foundation of trusting your intuition, then you will be able to um, um, figure out what exactly they're trying to communicate to you. Um, So... It's not an overnight easy process, but the benefits, the, 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 the outcome is so worth it. Um, I know before I connected to my spirit animal, um, I was just this shy, meek little thing. I had just come to Connecticut from living in Miami for like three months. And prior to that, I was living in Georgia uh, with my father and my siblings. And that whole time, I mean, oh God. Just, it it was a very, um, I I can't even find a word, but hopefully you understand. (laughs) Like, um, it just, a violent situation, uh, controlling, etc. So if you or anyone you know have ever come from that kind of toxic situation, um, in the beginning, they don't have a voice. They don't, and they just apologize for everything. I remember when I um, moved to Miami and it carried over to when I came here to Connecticut and I was living with my grandparents, for a brief amount of time, I would apologize for just walking into a room. I I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I was pretty much just apologizing for my existence. And once I got here to Connecticut, it took me, it took me a while, I would say. Um, but my grandmother had to sit me down and tell me, there's no reason to apologize for being alive. You're you're perfectly fine the way you are. And your grandfather and I love you. You don't need to apologize. Like, I would apologize if I thought I took too big of a breath. Like, you know, sometimes you inhale a big breath. Or if I exhaled too loud, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm making so much noise. And she's like, you're just breathing. <laughs> you're okay. So, um, I say all that to say, if you come from a background where your 
your foundation has just been shattered. It might take you a while to build that ability, just the ability to start uh, trusting or, or, or even second guessing. Like, is that an intuition? Is that my intuition? Or what is that? It might take you a while to build that up. But when you do, you will find that you will um, have a world of confidence and just just self-assuredness. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I really do. I encourage everyone, it, you know, to tap into that, to start the process of, of, of you know, learning to be in tune with your intuition. Um, so while doing a little bit of research for this episode, uh, I came across this website that I will be linking below that has the definition of the most common spirit animals. And I mean, the the list just went on forever. So I just wanted to pick one. And the one I picked was horses because I am about to start incorporating them into my therapy sessions thus far. um, So thus far I've had a phone session and then we are going to meet she and I for the first time um, in person on August 3rd. So I'm pretty freaking excited to start um, working with the horses. And I was just super curious, like, what does a horse represent? And uh, this website said, uh, the horse is the guide of passion, uh, drive. It's uh, incredibly... um, productive and goal oriented um which I, you know um i was talking to my therapist in our last session over the phone and i was telling her that there are so many things i want to achieve but because growing up no one was there to hold the space for me and be like my little cheerleader and being like you can do it you can achieve it Instead, I had the reverse. I had people that told me I was worthless, that because I was, in their opinion, fat and ugly, um, no one would ever want me. Therefore, I would never get married and never fulfill, in their opinion, my purpose on this earth. And they said, if I did, um, I better not complain. So I was just filled with all this... Uh, anger and sadness mostly towards myself because I was like oh my god how could I how could I do this to myself how could I make myself so horrible no I'm I'm not gonna be good for anything in this world of course I have learned otherwise since getting away from my family but um as a child one of my favorite animals were horses and um so it will be very interesting to see if being around the horses will help me harness that goal orientedness that i have in my head i know there are things i want to achieve um let's use this podcast for example there are so many things i want to do but in my mind there's this voice that keeps saying 
just just do the episodes. That's it. No one else is going to want any, anything else from you. There's this, this nagging evil voice. And so I'm hoping being with the horses and just the hair therapy sessions in general, I'm hoping I'm able to, if you will, lasso that evil voice and tie it up and gag it so it doesn't, so it's not able, kind of like an old western where the cowboys would take the rope and they would lasso, you know, whatever they're trying to catch and then they tie it up so it can't move and so that evil voice just is, is tied up forever. Um, I was watching TikTok one day, this, this was a couple months back, but it's kind of stuck with me. Um, this girl was talking about she had just gotten out of a therapy session and um, her therapist said to her that she needs to rehire her counsel. And <laughs> I kind of chuckled. I was like, what do you mean your counsel? And um, what she meant was like the evil voice that I have in my head telling me, just do the bare minimum. No one's going to want more from you. No one really cares. You know, whatever. All those mean things. And she's like, you got to fire those voices and hire voices that are looking out for your best interest. And I was like, I love that. And there have been a few times where I've like, man, if you battle with like negative, negative comments in your mind, you know, it's difficult, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch myself. I am. I'm when I do notice that I'm falling into the trap of listening to the evil counsel, you know, it's like, their last weeks of work and so they're double downing (laughs) you know they're doubling down on all the meanness until they're officially gone and then the new employees come in um but yeah I think about that and I really um I'm working hard to get to the point where I um no longer have those evil voices that my ability Excuse me, ability to hone into the positive voices is stronger than listening to the negative. So I'm sure I'll talk more about that as at some point throughout the podcast. Um, but I wanted to share with you guys something else that I found while uh, doing a little bit of research for this episode. I found on Pinterest um, this wheel. So it's got all these zodiac signs on there, you know, Cancer, Leo, all all of them. And it says uh, the animal that is associated with each sign. So I wanted to just go over that with you all just in case um, that's something that you're, you know, you're like, ooh, you're just kind of perk up and like, that's interesting. Um, This also will be uh, posted on my TikTok and uh, Instagram, which are both uh, Practical Magic Pod. So uh, if I go too fast and and you missed yours and all of that, uh, just go to Instagram or TikTok and you'll be able to find it there. All right, so let's just get right on into it. So Aquarius um, are otters. Otters symbolize... um, Uh, Playfulness, laughter, uh, mischievous. So uh, that goes along with being playful and kind of just... uh, Also, uh, psychic abilities, which is awesome. 
lucky ducks. <laughs> um, or I should say lucky otter. <laughs> um, wolves are um, simple of loyalty, family, friendship, teamwork, protection, like I mentioned before, uh, wildness, freedom, um, instance, uh, playfulness, noble, and noble traits. Um, let's see here. So, um, I'm sorry. Um, falcons, falcons represent, um, vision, victory, success, um, leadership, free, did I say freedom before? I'm not sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's super... I'm sorry, I lost my place there for a second. But yes, so, um, spiritual, um, they have, uh, they represent, like, visions, um, victory, success, um, leadership, freedom, um, authority, which goes with leadership. Um, let's see here. Um, Bieber's. Bieber's, which, so the, um, falcon is, so the wolf is, uh, Pisces, the falcon is Aries, and beavers are Taurus. I'll make sure from here on out I say the month, the, you know, associated, um, or I should say the sign associated with the animal instead of just reading the animal off. My bad, I'm sorry. Um... The Bieber uh, symbolizes hard work. Um, let's see. Best foot. Putting your best foot forward, so good impressions um, and whatnot. Um, let's see. Adidently, your stand for. Uh, so they stand for, you know, putting your best foot forward, produ- productiveness, you know, being very productive, which is, you know, obvious with the beaver. They're constantly building their dams and everything. Um, um, a healthy drive for work and in, in perfection. Um so that's uh, what the Bieber represents. And then the deer, let's see here. The deer is Gemini. Um, let's see, I just lost my place. Ah. Um, so deers represent gentleness, awareness, um, surroundings. So being aware of your surroundings, which goes along with being aware of... Uh, um, uncommonly, uh, they represent love, mindfulness, um, let's see, grace, good luck, um, wow, all great things there, 
makes uh, me sad that the people hunt deer, you know, knowing that about them. But, uh, yeah, anyways, I digress. Um, let's see here. Um, so deers, woodpeckers, and woodpeckers are for cancer. Um, strength, opportunity, opportunity, wisdom, um, kindness, determination, and um, kindness is a big thing I'm seeing with all of them, you know, which I think means that no matter what, they're coming to help you through kindness is the number one thing for example if you're going through a rough time and your spirit guide shows up to support you during that time they're probably going to be there to remind you to be gentle with yourself you know most likely that situation you're going through is out of your control you know you didn't ask for that particular thing to happen so you've got to love yourself and be gentle and and calm when dealing with yourself, um, instead of beating yourself up and being like, this is my fault, I do everything wrong, it's always my, you know, just all those things that we tend to do when we, when there's something going negative in our life, going in a negative direction, we always tend to, um, think it's because of, it's our fault, we did something wrong. So, I think that's beautiful, that, even if they're there <clears throat> to, um, you know, teach you one thing, they also teach you to be to be loving and kind to yourself. Um, I think, yeah. So the next sign is Leo, um, and our animal that is associated with our sign is salmon, which I have to admit I was a little disappointed about. I was like, why can't we get something cool like a snake? <laughs> but, um, let's see here. So salmon represent, um, wisdom, one of wisdom, um, looking into, looking into the ability to look into past lives, uh, great teachers, um, let's see here. Um, learn who you are on a soul level, uh, which I think is, well, of course, it's beautiful to get to know yourself on a soul level. Um, but what I was going to say um, was I think um, that that's an ongoing process. I don't think that, like, uh, it's something like, you know, one year and you're like okay now I know myself on a soul level because we are constantly changing whether whether you're a Leo or some other sign everyone is always constantly learning and changing and so when you're that's like why when you turn uh 21 you're like I got it I know the key to life you know and then you turn 30 31 and then you're like no, now I've got it. I was so immature back then because every year you're you're improving. Every day, I would dare to say, 
you have experiences that teach you. Some are more profound and obvious, and some are just little things, you know? So, uh, I, th- I guess what I'm saying is I feel like that can be applied to everybody, but I guess especially for, for the Leo signs. Um, so yeah, uh, great teachers. Um, moving on to, uh, bears, which are associated with Virgo. Um, Um, courage, um, courage to evolve and ability to be open-minded. Um, let's see. Remind us, um, the bear reminds us to trust our, um, instinct, um, and to be protective of our faith and our our views, our values. Uh, let's see. Um, Virgo. I'm sorry. I keep scrolling back and forth because I don't have all the. Uh, zodiac signs memorized so that's why there's like this pause in between you reading each one but the next one is Libra and the animal associated with Libra is uh, a raven, black raven um so a raven um represents mid I don't know why I can't say this word. M-E-T-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-S-I-S. Um, they are also... Uh, they represent... Uh, create... Like, the creator... Um, let's see... Uh, change... Transformation... Um, cultures... Ravens are portrayed portrayed as so um, a more obvious thing. Uh, ravens are symbolized or or associated with, I should say, I guess, as a symbol of death. But uh, they are more than that, you know. Uh, like I said, like uh, transformation for one. Which I think is 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 beautiful. Um, personally, I don't think of them as like when I think transformation. I don't mean to keep bringing this animal up, but the snake because you know they shed their skin and they they have a new layer of skin. So I see that as like transformation, you know, shedding the old. But um, yeah. Um, Um, the raven. So then we're uh, Scorpio, and the Scorpio, um, is, their animal is the snake, and 
uh, the snake um, shed their skin, like I mentioned, fluffing up. They are a symbol of rebirth. So rebirth, transformation, importantly, and healing. Healing and I don't know what's wrong. I can't read today. I-M-M-O-R-T-A-L-I-T-Y. So then they also symbolize uh, renewal of life, which for me makes perfect sense. Like I said, the sloughing off the old, you know, releasing the old and renewing themselves, being reborn. Um, let's see here. Sagittarius, uh, their animal is an owl and uh, the owl represents... Change, transformation, intuitiveness, trust, uh, uh, mystery. Uh, let's see. They also symbolize death, um, new beginnings, um, with a higher understanding and a so they they symbolize like a higher understanding um um like wisdom obviously that's why the owl is associated with when i i'm sure i'm not alone you know when i think owl i think of like a wise um a wise animal something someone something with with a lot of knowledge uh, like Winnie the Pooh, if any of you ever watched that as a kid, the owl, everyone, whenever anyone had a question, they pretty much in the end always ended up going to owl. Um, and he always had like some, he, I think owl thought he was wiser than he really was because he would like, he would like talk. Maybe it was one or two ways. Maybe he really was that wise and he was just a butt, like the the level of knowledge he had was so high above everyone else. No one, everyone just thought he was crazy, but like, or it could be that he just thought he was wise and he really wasn't, but I like to think that he was anyways, I digress. Um, so then, um, Let's see. So then, uh, Capricorn, uh, and their animal is, um, a geese, or is a goose. I was gonna say geese, but, uh, uh, so geese symbolize loyalty, um, courage. This animal, um, displays high level of loyalty, uh, devotion um fearlessness uh in this aspect the goose similar to the um so yeah um I was just thinking for... I'm sorry for the silence. I was just thinking for a second of um, 
my grandmother, not my grandmother, my mother, she's a Capricorn. And I find this interesting because, I mean, to me, she doesn't fit any of this. Um, but, you know, I haven't spoken to her in 10 years, maybe, maybe longer. So who knows? Maybe she's changed. But, um, yeah. I just find that interesting that I know somebody that, you know, I mean, we all know somebody that has a Zodiac sign. We all have Zodiac signs, but for whatever reason, I don't feel like she fits that. Um, let's see. <clears throat> well, first of all, let me check the time. Okay. So we're um, at the 48-minute mark, so I better hurry this up. Um So, um, a land animal, so, um, so then they gave, on this website that I'm going to leak below, they gave me, uh, what, uh, land, birds, um, because I guess air animals, insects, and, uh, live animals, what they all represent. Um, so let's briefly go over that. Um, so... Water animals represent uh, spirituality, intuition, um, openness, um, you know, your fears, uh, desires, etc. Reptiles show you yourself, the inner you that you see and the outer you, which helps you or forces you, if you will, to do that shadow work that fear, you know that fear when you try to do the shadow work, um, that's the energy the snake gives, like, you're not in danger, but you're in fear, because it's something that makes you uncomfortable, and you want to stay in that comfort zone, which I totally relate to, but you'll, and I can speak from experience, you'll feel so much better on the other end, once you work through that, that shadow, that fear, um, land, uh, physical, emotional, uh, state of mind, um, teaching us to be more aware, um, help to keep us mentally grounded. So, um, air animals, birds, uh, that fly, um, cause I was thinking like squirrels, aren't there squirrels that fly too? Um, freedom, um, open higher consciousness um then uh insects uh teaches us um p-a-t-i-e-n-c-e um or teaches us patterns um and um how to um hone in on them you know how to be the best version of ourselves. So, um, living animal guides. <clears throat> this could be if you had a pet as a child, um, you know, it could be that you, the thing you needed to learn, you know, 
you, you needed it so much that they came into your life to physically teach you it. Um, um, you know, um, and not just that they're there to teach you it, but also that, like I said from the top, from the beginning of this episode, um, that you will just feel this connection and that that animal will constantly find a way to come back into your life. Um, let's see. Um, let's see here. So, um, in conclusion to this episode, um, I'm sure at some point through this podcast, I will come back to this topic and go more in depth. Um, but, uh, for right now, I think we'll leave it there. And, um, I want to leave you all with two things that you can do this weekend because I know uh, Lamas is starting Sunday, tomorrow. Um, and I totally forgot about it last minute. So I was like, what are two pieces of advice that I could give you all to do? Number one, uh, this is the beginning of harvesting time, giving thanks. So something you could do is get a bowl, a, a, a cup, something like that and write on these pieces of paper and put them in the cup just all the things that have happened this year to you to people you just things that you are grateful for um things that you um have started and you want to continue uh write them all down put them in the cup it's like a form of of giving thanks and gratitude for all those things that have happened Um, the second thing is I want to leave you guys with, um, a recipe for bread. Now, if, excuse me, if you're like me and you or like I said, you totally forgot about this Sabbath, you know, and you're like, I'm not ready for this. You can go to your local store, buy a, a loaf of fresh bread. And when you were cutting yourself the slice and, you know, putting your jams and butters and whatnot on it, that's where you will set your intention because you won't be going through the process of baking it, so you won't be able to bake your intention into it. But you can still do that as you're preparing it. You know, if you put it on in the stove to warm it up or whatever, while that time is happening, take that time to invoke your intention and what you want from it from that experience, you know, giving thanks for, for the nutrition and whatnot, just an example. Um, I will be posting this, uh, recipe over to my Instagram and my TikTok. So if you're interested in, 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 if you would like to, you know, get that recipe, go over there. Um, and I do have, um, two book recommendations uh, that I want to give you all. Um, the first one is Practicing Mindfulness. And of course, these books will be linked down below uh, in the description as well. And I will also post them to my Instagram and TikTok. The second one is Mindfulness Meditation for Beginners. Um, 
but I think that will be it. And I want to thank each and every one of you for spending this time with me. It means so much. I really enjoy making these episodes. Um, yeah. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And I think I have decided that I will be discussing uh, totem animals next week. Just to keep it some... That way I can pick up uh, where... Because this is a lot of run... Like, a lot of it will link together. So I can... What I wasn't able to... Say in this week's episode, I can use for next week's episode uh, as like a finish up. Um, but yeah, thanks so much at, for listening. And you can always find me over on Instagram and TikTok at Practical Magic. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week.